Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from Numbers 13 and Numbers 14. And our memory verse is gotten from Numbers 13, verse 27. We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan which I am giving to the children of Israel from each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the command of the Lord, all of them, men who were heads of the children of Israel. Now these were their names from the tribe of Reuben, Shamwa, the son of Zarko, from the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Ori, from the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Joseph, from the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Nun, from the tribe of Benjamin, Paliti, the son of Raphu, from the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi, from the tribe of Joseph, that is the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi, from the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gemali, from the tribe of Asher, Setor, the son of Michael, from the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vusi, from the tribe of Gad, Guel, the son of Machi. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, and Moses called Oshia, the son of Nun, Joshua. Then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said to them, Go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, whether they are forests or they are not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin, as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Amath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron. Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak, were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zuan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkol, and they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we see the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Etites Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb 
quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which they spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are great men of stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. In this chapter, God gave instructions to Moses to pick a leader from every tribe to go and spy on the land that he is about to give them. Please, let's notice that it said that he was going to give the children of Israel the land of Canaan, which I am giving to you. This is proof that God just wanted them to have a glimpse of what they are going to enjoy. Moses said they should bring the fruit of the land. And we see that just a cluster of grapes, two men carried one branch. How big was that? They affirmed and said that this land was a land of milk and honey flowing in it. It was truly beautiful. But then they discouraged the children of Israel by saying that the people that were there were giants. They were this. They are great men of statue. So that means ah, we cannot go on them. They will, be, they will beat us. But they forgot what God started with. He said that. Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. He didn't say you people will need to fight for it. He didn't say you people will need to do this. He said, I am giving it to you. And here's one of our problems. We survey what we need to get, what, we are, what God has promised. And then we see that we do not have the capacity. So we feel like God does not have the capacity to. We limit God's words to our capacity and our incapacities. Thankfully, there was someone who said something good, which was Caleb. He said, let us go out at once and go and defeat them. Understand that the devil will let your enemies look big in your sight so that you feel like they are insurmountable. You feel like they are undefeatable. I hope this is a point of contact for you. And we move on to the next chapter. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. And the people wept that night. Imagine the people that God had already said, I will give you the land of Canaan. And these remaining leaders went on. The spies made them cry overnight when God has already given them victory. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness, where has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and children should become victims would it not be better for us to, be, to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let us select a leader and return to Egypt. Oh my God. Imagine the people that God saved from captivity. That they were shouting to God and praying to God that God should please save them. That the ones that said they want to pick another leader that will take them back to Egypt. God have mercy on us. May we not jump back into our captivities in Jesus' name. I pray for you and I pray for myself that we will not jump and go back to our captivity because of what is in front is looking too heavy or looking too much for us in jesus name then moses and aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of israel but joshua the son of nun and caleb the son of jephune who were among those who spied out the land 
tore their clothes and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Do not fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from, from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people reject me? How long will they not believe me? With all the signs which I have performed among them, I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them, and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. And Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear it, for by your might you brought these people up from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, Lord, are among these people, that you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands above them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill these people as one man, then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring these people to the land which he swore to give them, therefore he killed them in the wilderness. And now I pray. Let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken. The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he by no means clears the guilt, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon the iniquity of these people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you are forgiving these people from Egypt even until now. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all these men who have seen my glory and the sign which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to the test now these ten times and have not heeded my voice, they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it but my servant caleb because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully i will bring into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it now the amalekites and the canaanites dwell in the valley tomorrow turn and move out into the wilderness by the way of the red sea and the lord spoke to moses and aaron saying how long shall i bear with this evil congregation who complain against me I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you who were numbered according to your entire number from 20 years and above, except for Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore that I would make you dwell in. But your little ones, whom you said would be victims, I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and your sons shall be shepherds in the wilderness forty years, and bear the brunt of your infidelity 
unto your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness, according to the number of the days in which you spied out the land, forty days. For each day you shall bear your guilt one year, namely forty years, and you shall know my rejection. I, the Lord, have spoken this. I will surely do so to all the evil congregation who are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. Now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land. Those very men brought the evil report about the land, died by plague before the Lord. But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh remained alive of the men who went to spy out the land. Then Moses told these words to all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. And they rose early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain, saying, Here we are, and we will go up to the place which the Lord has promised, for we have sinned. And Moses said, Now why do you transgress the command of the Lord? But this will not succeed. Do not go up, lest you be defeated by your enemies, for the Lord is not among you. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and you shall fall by the sword, because you have turned away from the Lord, and the Lord will not be with you. But they presume to go up to the mountain top. Nevertheless, neither the ark of the covenant of the Lord nor Moses departed from the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who dwelt in that mountain came down and attacked them and drove them back as far as Horma. In this chapter, we see what our doubt and lack of faith can do to us. The Israelites were a people that they've, they've literally seen the face of God. They were literally moving by the direction of God, by the instruction of God, by the word of God, and they still did not believe in him. They still did not believe in the word that he sent. They still were not confident in him. After him splitting the Red Sea for them, they still were not confident in him. After him bringing water from a rock for their sake, they still were not confident in him. After he made two armies slaughter themselves before they even got to the battlefield, they still did not believe in him with all his promises and all the signs and wonders that he had performed amongst them. And we see that God was counting it for them. God said this ten times, you people have complained, you people have disbelieved me. How long, how long will, you, will it take you? How much more signs and wonders will it take you for you to trust me? I actually have a testimony. I had a class which I was holding, the creators in the circle, and the first official class. I was nervous to hold it because my phone was kind of acting up. It keeps on overeating and doing so many things. And I was like, hey, God, if I start this class and 15 minutes into this class and this phone overeats, it will really break my heart. And I was just talking to God and, you know, I just trusted in the fact that God will make provisions. I just held on to the word that God said that, you know, Everything you need has been provided for you. So I was just there and just waiting on what God would do. <laughs> you know, my human mind, I was thinking, oh, God, maybe God will just make someone send a new phone or maybe I'll just be able to get a new phone or something. I, I, I didn't even know what exactly what, I, what exactly I was expecting, maybe a MacBook or something. And then like an hour to the class, I was already like so nervous. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and then, you know, my mom just gave up her phone and she was like, you know, use it. We can use my phone. Because I asked her for it and she's just, you know, gave it to me freely. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Right? He made provision. Truly, 
everything I need has already been provided for me. If only I would just believe. If only you would just believe. Even at the dying minutes, remember that God is never late. He is always on time. He will not let you down. That class went smoothly. No cutoffs, nothing like that. All glory to God, all power to God, all honor to God. We also come to understand that God did not let the people that gave bad reports from that land enter into the land of milk and honey. God gave them a punishment of 40 years and said that them and all the people that will be going to war from that age 20 that they were counted will not enter the land. And those children that they were saying that will be victims in that land will be the one that will taste of the land and enjoy the land. The last thing I also want us to pick is if you've been moving about with the instruction of God, don't decide one day that you will want to go on your own with your own instruction. The Israelites heard what God said and they were like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, eh, let's go and let's let's go to war since God has said he will give it to us. But then Moses that Moses, God's prophet, said to them that God is no more among you right now. He is angry with you. Efarabale, calm down. They said no. And when I stood that Moses and the ark of the Lord did not depart from the camp. But the children of Israel, they went. said that, oh yeah, now let's go and fight them. Moses already warned them that they would defeat you. Right now, God has not given any instruction. God did not say that you people should enter the land now with their coconut head. They still went on. And the Amalekites, they chased them back. Rightfully. You cannot lead yourself. The ways of man are not in me. This is why we are ever dependent on the Holy Spirit. This is why God sent help. The Holy Spirit, I will send you help. I will not leave you helpless. I pray that we will all be given to the voice of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. And this is how we enter this Bible study. I hope you guys have a great day. If you're the invite the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you. And Jesus loves you even more.